Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. With world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him, view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Hello, friends, and welcome to Conversations with Christopher. I'm your host, Christopher Reburn, and thank you so very much for being here today. Another one of our last-minute editions, Christmas shows. Of course, we told you uh, this uh, past August, uh, I believe it was when, when Helen was on that we were going to have her back for a Christmas show. So here we are. We're so happy to have her. We're going to bring her on in just a moment. Um, and the last time we were on, we talked all about the chickens. We talked all about Helen's big red rooster rescue, uh, which is, well, it's one of the very only rooster rescues in the entire world, believe it or not. There's just so few uh, places for roosters. They're the most undesirable of the chickens, as Helen will share. Um, and she's dedicated her entire life, really. Um, there's not much time at the end of the day after she's, you know, done everything with the chickens. And it, those of you, if anybody's ever run, ran a, a rescue for animals before, you know how difficult it is to get public support from donations. It's just, it's not that people don't want to get, but just sometimes it's just very difficult um, for people to get financially involved. So. We we are so blessed that last night, um, one of our dear friends of the show and a friend of mine, Angela Birds, has donated a hundred dollars to Helen's uh, Rooster Rescue, which we're so so very happy and so thankful to Angela um, for doing so. And we hope other people will 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 show some love to their chickens and to Helen's rescue today as well. On my Facebook page right now you will see a $100 gift certificate. I want everybody to go and bid on that. Bidding starts at $10 and goes up in increments of $5 or more if you want to, if, you, if you really want to um, help the chickens. So please go in. We started the bidding low at only $10. That's crazy for a $100 gift certificate so that everybody can kind of be involved. Okay? So go to Facebook and do that. Go to bigredrooster.org.uk for more information. Without further ado, our Lady of the Hour is here, and she's ready. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Helen Cooper from the Big Red Rooster Rescue. Hello, Helen. Hello. We're so happy to have you back. We're so happy. We had such a good time uh, a few months ago. We talked about doing a Christmas show and everything, so you're always busy, always busy. How are the chickens this time of year? Everybody's ready for Christmas and extra treats and everything? 
Yeah, they're very, very good. It's um, it's muddy and it's cold and it's wet. Um, but yeah, they're good. They have their um, you know, extra food, extra bedding. It makes it harder work, but it's all about them. You know, they've got to be warm and happy, comfortable. That's the most important thing. Hmm. And you know, you've been an advocate really as long as you've been a rescuer of the chickens. And, you know, this is something that we talked about last uh, yesterday before um, Helen and I had a little phoner yesterday before we did this show today. Um, share with us, just let's start this, start it off like this in terms of the reason why. I know we talked about the reason why you started the rooster, the Big Red Rooster Rescue, because there was no other place uh, in England, in yeah. the U.K., uh, that did that, which is just profound to think about, to think about that. But there was also some other reasons. After a lifetime of, of reading how chickens have been neglected and abused. And I mean, there was a fire under you to do this because of that also wasn't there. Share some of that. Share some of that with us. Yeah. Um, the thing that really, really gets to me is, is dumping of birds, um, which is really common. It happens all the time. I mean, I get contacted, particularly during the summer months. I think people have hatched in the spring and then they've decided they've got cockerels and, you know, they can't, they don't want them, they don't want to keep them, they can't keep them. So they just dump them. And like I was saying to you yesterday, we had around, probably about a month ago, we had um, a really urgent contact from a lady who had <laughs> found uh, a sealed plastic box. And inside of that box were five, five roosters. Um you know, and that's what made me so cross. Somebody put those birds there to die. The, the, the fact that the box was sealed, oh their, their intention from the word go was for them to die. You know, and it's a miracle yeah. they were found, isn't it? It's yeah, a it, it genuinely is a miracle. I mean, the lady when she got oh them out of the box, she she said they were soaking wet from the condensation. Oh my God. In, so I, I know. I mean, it broke my heart. I don't know how long they'd been there, but I don't think they must have been there a while, and I don't think they had long to go. And it was a miracle that somebody found them. Isn't it hard to just kind of imagine that we live among people like that? I mean, sometimes it's just so, so hard to imagine that we live among people yeah. that do things like the, that. The thing, the thing that gets me is imagining driving away from that and then just going home, sitting down, <laughs> eating your dinner, yeah. doing all the normal things, and they're out there dying. How? How does that happen? I, I don't understand how anyone could do that. No, it's it's hard to believe. And, and, you know, one of the things that we talked about yesterday is, you know, hopefully at some point they're going to enforce stronger laws for protections of, of chickens. Like if some people just feel like, well, you can buy them so freely in the grocery store so they don't matter. Yeah. But yeah, people exactly like you they, and – yeah, and, and and people like you are, are reminding people that they do matter. And and, and, yeah. and the birds and the chickens and, and just I'm sure love you and, and we all appreciate everything that you're doing as well. Those of us that, that, that love chickens as I do and so many people listening um listening today. You know, <clears throat> when we when um we, we the last time that we talked, um you know, we, we did a, a little bit about the, the, the hatching scheme. You know, we talked about the, the hatching scheme of, of, yeah. of in schools, you know, to try to introduce children to, you know, life forms and, and the miracle of life and things like that. What do you suggest in place of that? Do you think that there's, there, there's other things that they can do 
And and don't yeah, you think they, sometimes in just sharing some of those ways people can just make those changes? Is there anything that you can suggest in, in lieu of yeah, using chickens the one for that, that? Really, somebody told me about a scheme that they do in Spain where um, because the whole point of this is, you know, the school hatches, the propaganda would tell you that it's about knowing where your food comes from. It's about learning to grow things, care for things, nurture things, and then eventually have an end product that you can eat. Now, to the best of my knowledge, and I did ask, nobody was willing or able to provide me with any evidence whatsoever of a classroom full of children sitting down eating a bird that they'd raised. So clearly, that's rubbish. Now, in Spain, Mm. they do a scheme where kids, get plants, things like tomato plants. So they grow a tomato plant, they learn how to look after it, to to water it, to feed it, and then at the end of the day they've got tomatoes that they can eat. Nobody has to die. Um, There's no wastage, there's there's none of this, you know, horrifying dumping of birds, and to me that seems like a perfectly sensible solution. But the the problem is tomatoes aren't particularly cute and fluffy are they so that's what it's all about you know to me it's education dressed up you know there's there's no educational value that can't be done with the plant scheme but but mums want kids to see fluffy chicks and that's it's, a sad, it's just sad fact it, 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 sometimes parents really try so hard they try too hard you know i think it's and, and that school teachers and science teachers are just as bad you know some of the time yeah. um You've you've got a very very special, well you've got a lot of special chickens, um, in your care, but there's one that that I know somebody one of our dear friends on Facebook Denise has fallen in love with that I'm talking mm-hmm. about Doodle, tell us about Doodle. Is Doodle, or is it Chaz? Um, this, now this is the one that was um. Uh, one one that was rescued from the, oh, the, dude, the cockfighting. Dude, yes, dude is one of the boys who was found in the, the plastic box. Um, he's a, he's beautiful. He's a very big. He's a leg bar boy. Um, he's he's a beautiful bird. At the moment, he's been with us about a month. He's aggressive. Um, he mm. but that's fine. I understand that. It's not his fault. And. A couple of days ago when I cleaned him out, I was I was almost in tears because I was oh. in, he, he lived in a big walk-in run, um, so I was in there on my own with the door shut and him, and I could see that there were several times when he kind of hunkered down and he wanted to attack mm. me, and he didn't, he didn't do it. I spoke to him, I actually got to pick him up and hold him, and that was such a huge breakthrough because... I can see that, you know, he he is at the moment, as I say, a fairly intimidating and aggressive bird. But underneath all that, he's not. I mean, when I talk to him, he starts pecking. I mean, you know chickens, you know chicken behavior. So when I talk to him, he starts to peck on the floor like he's finding things for me, finding things for me to eat, you know. Um, Mm. So I know that underneath his surface aggression, which I have no doubt in my mind is caused by fear, He's he's mm-hmm. a lovely boy, and where you know I will work with him, and he'll be fine. He you know, it, and that's what's so heartbreaking. I don't even want to know what mm-hmm. somebody did to him before they put him in that box. No, but it wasn't God. good. 
No, it couldn't have been good, is it? No. Now, Doodle is available for sponsorships, right? Yes, yep. So people can go on, all of our lovely listeners can go on Helen's website, which is Big Red can, Rooster. What? Well, go ahead, say it. Can I, sorry, can I just, my, we do have a website. Our website, unfortunately, is a bit outdated. Um, my okay. partner's nephew is in charge of it, and he's, he's a bit, I see. Lazy. Oh um, no, no. Okay. Our Facebook page is where everything happens. That gets updated every day, every okay. couple of days. And that, that's where all the action is, really. Okay. So when we have links on my page for your Facebook page, and anybody that wants to go Perfect. on Facebook, uh, all you have to do is go on my page, and we've we've tagged it all day and yesterday. So there's lots of posts. Uh, you can also do a search on Facebook for Big Red Rooster Cockerel Rescue. And you can click like on that page and be sure to leave Helen a five-star review because she really is doing – she's just an amazing woman and tries so hard. And that this is why the sponsorships and the donations from the public are so important. Very, very happy to announce that we have our first bid on our gift certificate. So someone has paid $10, which is somebody has started it off for us. So now – uh, it's going to be the domino effect, we hope, one person after the next, <laughs> after the next, after the next. Um, if the Brilliant. gift certificate reaches bids over $100, then I will match the winning bid. Whatever the winning bid is, we'll get that same value in a gift certificate. Um, if the bidding doesn't reach $100, well, whoever gets the top bid still gets the $100 gift certificate. So let's bid up, people. Let's help the chickens. Let's help Helen continue on her life mission to help our feathered friends. You know, um, you do a lot of events at different times of the year at, at your rescue, and you have a lot of people out, um, and you had a little tea, a little uh, little celebration a few months back, which we helped, which we talked about on the show when you were here. Yeah. Um, anything else coming up um, that you're planning or in the planning stages that we can share with the listeners? And, again, Helen is located, her sanctuary and rescue is located in England, near the Swindon area, and anything upcoming that the people can t- participate in if available? Um, oh, we don't have anything planned. Um, hopefully okay. in the springtime we will think of something, and then I'll, that will go straight on the Facebook page. Um, and anybody who's anywhere near us at all is always welcome to come and visit. Well, which is good, too, and a lot, of, a lot of people hopefully will do that as well. You know, here in America and there in England where you are, I mean, it's, it's kind of cold. It's kind of winter this time of year yeah. uh, in a lot of different places. You know, in terms of taking care of chickens, I mean, there's things to do and not to do in winter for chickens, you know, and keeping chick, you know, making sure that they're warm enough and not too cold. Different breeds can like yeah. the cold better than others, as you know. What are some tips that you can share with the listeners today to keep their chickens healthy in the winter months when it's really super cold out? Okay. Um, I, I think one of the most important things is, is try and keep them as dry as you can. Um, I mean, some of our houses, we're having to clean them out sort of every two or three days because it's so wet underfoot. But then I think if they can go into their houses at night and they're standing on dry bedding, that's the most important thing. They can actually, most of them can tolerate quite surprisingly low temperatures but what they really hate is getting soaking wet and then standing all night being soaking wet so dryness is really important and also um i get asked a lot about you know new chicken keepers you know all the houses that you buy they always have vents sliding vents and things 
Um, always mm-hmm. keep them open if you can because chickens have got a really surprisingly high body temperature. And again, if they're standing damp in housing and there's no, you need a good sort of through flow of ventilation. So, um, yeah, keeping houses ventilated and dry is, I would say, is the most important thing. It is, I think so, and I'm glad that you glad that you talked about that because there's a lot of people that are new to chickens, and they just, for some people, this is their first winter, and some people just just don't know. Um, when when you're focused on your rescue, I mean, there's always a lot of people now that have found out about you and your rescue, so you're getting a lot of calls constantly from people all over the place trying to rehome chickens, having roosters that need homes immediately, or they're going to be cold. How difficult is how difficult is it for you on an emotional level when you are at full capacity and you just can't take one more bird? How hard is it for you to say no? We're full. We just can't take any more. I'm sorry, can't do it. To be honest with you, that that's kind of the hardest thing. Um, oh. I've had. I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. I've had days when I've sat for half an hour and I've just replied to emails and messages. And it's left me in tears because I know oh. that, you know, if, if, if I'm the last resort and then I say no, I know that there's nothing else that can be done for this bird. I mean, at the moment what mm-hmm. I'm trying to do, because we are so full, um, is if people contact me, I will happily do them a post and we'll share it round. We've had really good success this year. We've probably managed to find homes for about 50 birds. And, you know, I didn't even have to take them in. I just managed to do it by... Wow pushing them on Facebook, trying my all my contacts, trying my, my hardest to, to find homes for them. Um, so that's been great. I've been really <clears> proud <throat> of the fact we've managed to do that. Mm. It's just a miracle, really. And, and you've got so many wonderful people on your Facebook page that, you know, friends, listen to me. Those of you that, that want, if you're struggling during the holidays, just go to Helen's Facebook fan page and watch – the magic that happens when she puts a picture up of a chicken that needs a home. Uh, so many times I've watched these people come out of thin air that say, oh, I can take her. I can take him. Or where, how far is it from where, where are you? Where am I? How far are we from each other? Let's, let's figure this out. That's, that must be like a huge reward. That must make you feel so incredibly well when you have a bird that there's a few people fighting over. Like, no, I want him. I'll take him. We'll take him. We got room. <laughs> How, yeah, how do you handle brilliant. stuff like that? Must be a feel-good moment for you. I love it. it you know, it it, it really <laughs> it, it's it's so amazing to know that you know most of the time with, with roosters in particular is is a lot of negativity. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even down to the simplest thing like if people hatch and they they make a throwaway innocent comment like, "Oh great, you know, it's five boys," and you know that <sighs> their first instinct is disappointment that it's boys mm-hmm. and so when mm-hmm. you get the reverse of that and it's you know there'll be people that will I mean we had a boy uh in the summer he was found uh I called him Dusty he was found in a dustbin thrown in a dustbin um and he, he he came I mean I don't know this for sure but looking at his type he was most likely I would put money on the fact that he was a school hatch bird um and he we managed to find him i we got him here we got him to us and a fantastic lady who i have never met before she she uh, volunteered she went and collected him i met her halfway at, at a motorway service station and we we got him into my car 
and I drove him home and he was with us for a few weeks and then a lovely lady came and gave him the most brilliant home and she sent me pictures of him with his new ladies no. and I could have cried, you know, it was I couldn't have asked for a better outcome for that bird. He'd been put in that bin and the lady that found mm. him in her bin said that she knew it was somebody local because that day was bin collection day. So again, somebody had oh my put God. him there knowing that he was, he'd be... Oh I mean, goodness. again, what on earth goes through people's minds that that's the solution really? that they come up with? He was a it's very, incredible very, very, very lucky boy. It. Yeah. Very. It makes you know, so many times. think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so many times over the years, Helen, you've you've taken in these chickens that I know that you've probably thought, well, this this little guy or this little girl, this they're probably not going to last the night. But then they yeah. last the next day, they last the next week, they last the next month, and you get them back to health, and then you find a home, and they have to go away. How is that? How do you deal with saving a chicken and then having to let it go, give it away? I mean, that, that must be hard, too. Yeah, it's hard, but it's there's, you know, it's tempered with that that joy that you know he's they've gone somewhere. I mean, again, we we had a lovely lad a couple of years ago called Jackson, and he uh, somebody contacted me because he belonged to their neighbour, and he was being kept in a what I can only describe as like a wooden box for sort of twenty three hours oh. a day, and wow. he had no light, like he had nothing. And so we went to collect him. The neighbor agreed that, you know, they'd sign him over. We went to collect him. And he was in a bit of a state. He was, you know, he had really bad scaly leg, which, you know, as you know, is a horrible mite infection. And he, you know, he took a bit of getting better. Um, But then again, a, a, a fantastic family came forward for him. And he, again, I get pictures sent. And he lives in the most wow. amazing home now. And... <clears throat> It was sad to see him go because I put a lot, you know, when you put a lot of work yeah. into one, you cannot help but get more attached to it because they just become a part of you. But he's now so happy and he's he's got the most brilliant home of lovely people that, you know, it's great. It makes it all worthwhile. Oh, we hear a little, we hear a little, we hear a little chicken saying hello. Um, the last time we did this show, <laughs> We we had remember the last time we had duets we had chickens going crazy yeah. the last time we did this I mean it was just it was just it was just amazing um, you know I'm so happy to you know and Helen talked Helen and I talked about this yesterday and I'm so happy to confirm to all of our listeners that Helen she so graciously accepted the invitation she is our official resident rescuer and our only resident we only have one we only need one we have Helen that's enough. <laughs> Um, Helen is our new official resident rescuer, so that means she's going to make even more frequent appearances on our show, probably at least five or six times next year, if not more. And we have an official show mascot. So when we start designing our new show logo for next year, you're going to see a new mascot in our conversations with Christopher uh, Media Kit and all of our logos. And the new mascot is Chesney. And we talked a little bit about him last time. Fill the listeners in on our new mascot. Okay. He is – I might get emotional when I talk about him because he's, uh, he's a very, very special boy. He came to us in May this year um, as a tiny day-old chick. Um, he had been part of a school hatch. It was actually a nursery, nursery hatch. Um, and it would appear that – I mean, the lady that hatched him, I will say – 
she was devastated by what happened um, and she just wanted him to go. She knew that she couldn't take care of him and she wanted him to go to somewhere where, where, where he could be taken care of. Um, it would appear that there was an issue of humidity in the incubator and he came oh. out... Um, he, you know, he has severe facial deformities. He has no eye on one side. He has an eye on the right-hand side, but it's not functioning at all. Um, and he has a severe cross beak. So he's a funny-looking little guy, but he's he's so special to me. I mean, when I first had him, he was being syringe-fed. I was getting up, you know, throughout the night, feeding him, syringe-feeding him, because he couldn't, being blind, he's totally blind, he couldn't feed himself. Um, then he got to be maybe a couple of, you know, I was aston- astonished that he... Every day, I, I just expected that he, I'd find him dead. I couldn't believe that he just kept going, he kept going, he kept going. And then I, he got to the point where he got really, really cross with me syringe feeding him. He used to push me away. He was quite mm. adamant that he could eat by himself. Um, so <laughs> he has, wow. he has deep, deep, yeah, he's, he's so, and, you know, a lot of people told me, you know, how, what a brilliant job I did. And I always, always say to them, it was him. All right, you know, I was feeding him, but... His will to live, I have never experienced ever such a determined and fierce little bird. You know, he he now has deep dishes and he finds his way to his food and his water. He does it all himself. Um, he does bathe. Again, I got an awful lot of negative comments from some people on social media you know what it can be like oh yeah um yeah telling me that you know he'd never be like a normal chicken but no he's not like a normal chicken he's better than a normal chicken but you know he lives in my house and he he does all the things chickens do he preens he dust bathes he he managed to jump from the floor onto a chair all by himself um he's incredible and He's, you know, he's a very, very special boy. And we're so proud. We're so happy to have him as our official mascot. We've never had a mascot before. And I thought, well, we better have one. And who better than Chesney? And who better than you to yeah. be our official rescuer? Which we're so happy and so thrilled that you uh, accepted our little invitation to that and doing more shows together next year, continuing to promote the, your rescue for people to get more involved. Um, and Thank financial so support, of me. course, is always helpful, no matter what the donation. Some people feel, well, I don't want to give just $5 because that's not going to do anything. But you'd be surprised how, you know, when a few of those small dead donations come in, how quickly they add up for Helen and the yeah, chickens. Exactly. So exactly. Mm-hmm. Every single penny helps us. It does, especially this time of year, especially this time of year. Um, yeah. So those of you complete um, – you can go on her website just for a quick peek if you want. But as she said, just go to Facebook, her Facebook page, um, which you can do a search on Facebook for Big Red Rooster Rescue. And also on my Facebook page, you can see the links there as well. And everybody listening, please go to my Facebook page and bid on uh, the $100 gift certificate. It's unrestricted, guys. You can even use it on discount items. I never allow that, ever. I'm like a big stickler for that. But this is completely unrestricted. You can use it on anything your little heart desires. So go and bid on that. We've got our first bid of $10. And so the next... Oh. Okay. He's happy, <laughs> right? We hope that's happy. He's happy we have that's a bid. He wants he more thought, bids, yeah. right? 
Okay. <laughs> so that's a confirmation. He's happy with that ten dollars, but he's like, okay, what's that? He wants to see fifty dollars. Okay. So come on, people. That's up that bid. Go to my Facebook page and work some magic for the chickens and for Helen. And we will have Helen back again in the new year for more updates on Chesney and her rescue and what she's up to and different events that you can participate at the rescue throughout the year and volunteer opportunities. So we've got lots more to talk about. Um, So happy to have you back again. So happy for the shows that we're going to do and the work that we'll do together next year, all of us. So thank you. Thank thank you. you, Thank you. Thank you, sweet Helen, for being here and for uh, talking to our listeners today and for sharing your wit and wisdom. And um, we just can't wait to have you back again next year. No, thank you so much for having me, and I'm really, really looking forward to it. Well, we are too. And, and <laughs> keep up the great work. And everybody, just send a big shout out to the little chicken there in the background. Say hello, 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 <laughs> and um, thank you for being here, Helen. And we hope everybody bids on that gift certificate to raise more money for the. We've already raised a hundred dollars from Angela Bird's donation, so we're hoping to up that a little bit more as the chicken suggests and hopes that we do. So thank you, Helen, and we'll be in touch tomorrow very, very quickly, and uh, we'll look forward to having you back again next year. All of our love to you and your chickens, and just keep up that wonderful work. Thank you so much. All right, Helen. Wonderful friend she is, and I can't wait for all of you to go to her fan page and check her out and check out the chickens. And if you are in England near the Swindon area, you can definitely go, and, and she always could use a helping hand out there. So check her out on Facebook, friends. And like I said, you can go to her little website at bigredrooster.org.uk just for a quick peek. But like she said, check out her Facebook because that's where she's at. All right? Please join me Please join me on uh, Christmas because I'm going to do a Facebook Live on Christmas. So I'll be live on camera and um, so we can see each other and we're going to do lots of chatting and just have a quick chat on Christmas because a lot of people don't have any place to go. So if you don't have any place to go on Christmas, you better head over to my fan page and we'll have a little celebration on Christmas together at 12 noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. in the U.K. You can check me out online on my website, which is the only official website at www.reburn.org, R-E-B-U-R-N.org. And until next time, thanks again to Helen Cooper and the Big Red Rooster Rescue for being on the show today. And we love all of you. Thank you for listening, everybody. Merry Christmas. Until next time, bye for now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.